the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. Woo! It's Friday night. Welcome to Hour 2 of tonight's Andrea K. Show on this Friday. I wonder how many people had the whole week off instead of just taking 4th of July off Independence Day. Whatever you're doing tonight, hopefully you're having a great time. I wonder if you're, anybody out there is drinking Bud Light. They Get ha- out of here! They are, for the first time in this country, they are no longer in... Uh, they were, at one point, the number one beer in the country. Now they're no longer even in the top ten. Hey, remember, and also don't, uh, Modelo, same brand. That's right. Absolutely. Um, before the break, we were talking about this obnoxious alleged singer named Jill Scott, uh, who had changed the lyrics of the national anthem at Essence Fest. And I was just thinking during the break, you know, these ingrates, you know, maybe she needs to be Brittany Grinerd, right? Maybe she needs to spend a little time in a Russian jail to finally appreciate the freedoms. Home of the slaves? Do you know the slave trade still exists in the world? Not in the United States, although we have a human, uh, a child sex trafficking I- issue going on. We're going to, I'm going to go see the movie The Sound of Freedom tomorrow night. I wonder if this woman has any idea that we, that uh, news reports coming out of Afghanistan after the Biden administration, 20 years we spent over there, 20 years, and we ended up leaving $80 billion worth of high level military equipment, tanks, etc. And just handed the country back to the Taliban, the people that we went in there to defeat in the first place. And now the Taliban has decided this week, women can't even have hair salons anymore. Girls, I think they stopped girls from being able to go to school there a while back. Now they can't even go and get their hair done. But America is the one that uh, Jill Scott's got a problem with. No, she's saying she's got to go to uh, uh, to, to leave the United States. She's thinking Holland. <laughs> she might need to read a book called While Europe Slept about the great uh, socialist Scandinavia over there and the reality of what's happening. And by the way, oh, she said some comment about over there you can buy uh, what you want and, and just nasty. Uh, they, they, these are people that just have no appreciation. Thomas Sowell said, and I think I mentioned this the other night, I need to look up the actual quote. He said something along the lines of, when you treat certain segments give accommodations to certain groups over such a long period of time, eventually when they're treated equally, uh, they feel like victims. This is the crowd of people that are never going to be satisfied until they, and, until they are given absolutely complete control over everything. 
Um, and in the meantime, hopefully she will pack her um, ditty bag and hit the road. Um, meanwhile, at the Essence Festival, Kamala Harris, she brought, she brought some fantastic reflections on culture and on the moment of reflection of culture and the feelings you have in the moment when you're reflecting on culture. Skins, please play the clip of Kamala. Well, I think culture is, it, it is a reflection of our moment and our time, right? And, and, and present culture is the way we express how we're feeling about the moment. And, <laughs> and we should always find times to express how we feel about the moment. That is a reflection of joy because, you know, it comes in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> We have to find ways to also express the way we feel about the moment in terms of just having language and, and, and a connection to how people are experiencing life. And I think about it in that way, too. Uh, having language is a good thing, Kamala. <laughs> that was her answer to what is culture? <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Um, that is who's number two. This is why we still have Biden, because they know that they cannot. They can't push Biden out. And, you know, they want to really badly. Can Can you imagine when the call of the white substance was found? I mean, can, wh- I mean, I thought Biden was going to get six months tops. Oh, but they can't because of Kamala. What can they do with this woman? Nothing. Mark my words. It's got to be Michelle Obama. Because they can't, they've they've got to, they've got to fulfill the promise of a black female president, and it can't be Kamala. It's got to be Michelle Obama. I don't think it's going to be Gavin Newsom. I think he might be on the VP into that ticket. Am I? What do you think? He's pretty ambitious. I don't know if he's going to like that. Um. It was it was her who gave the big response to the affirmative action and the student loan. Uh, it wasn't Barack. Um, he tweeted out something, but she was the one that got the big articles. I just I, I how are they going to explain to to the black community when you've got the Jill Scotts out there singing the lyrics that I just read to you? The promise of uh, the first. Uh, female black president the first female president being black that's what they're waiting on and and, but the democrats know it can't be kamala so you really think that in this climate in which jill scott just sang those lyrics that they can put another older white dude gavin newsom how old is newsom i don't know can you give that a quick google he's got to be he's got to be at least late 50s He's almost solid gray now, I think. He's got to be Kimberly Guilfoyle, isn't she? Mid-50s? And she was younger than him. I don't know. He's got to be pushing 60. That's what I'm thinking. Born in 67. Okay, so... So uh, six years different, older than I am. So he's born in 67, so... So that would be 53. Okay. So he's 53. Um, No, that would make him 50. (laughs) 50, That would make him 56. Right? 
or he'll be fifty. I don't know what I don't know what his birthday is. He would be his he will be October. 50, okay, so he'll be fifty six in October, right? Do we have that right? Can somebody call it eight 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 three four four eleven seventy? You and I apparently are very strong at math. <laughs> I, give me a, a, a manufacturing plant and ask me how many machines that you know need that you need to have. You know, give me a fast food restaurant and I'll calculate you the queuing theories and how many people you need to have checking out. Okay, don't ask me to to do that math. So anyway, you know he's he's an older white guy. He's an older white guy. So um, by the yeah, he'll be pushing sixty. Now you know, I mean, sixty is is you That's know young. Yeah, it's today's forty, but. You know, the two Gen Zers, that's still an old white guy. When you're when you're have, when you're playing the identity politics game, um, I mean, I think Kamala Harris is about the same age, but there's this narrative about old white guys, the old white guys. So when you got somebody pushing 60, that's considered Less an old than white out guy. an age calculator. He'll be 57 this year. He, yes, he'll be 57. So he's 56. OK, so um yeah, so I still think it's going to be Michelle Obama. Um, which, and the interesting thing though is, uh, she was the one that came out and gave you know the big media interviews and, and got the big articles with her response to um, the SCOTUS ruling. But Washington Post was very upset today because there was a poll showing um, that a large number of um, more black. This is according to Fox News. More black Americans strongly support the ruling rather than oppose it. In terms of affirmative action, which is really interesting, and so Washington Post was upset because they um, the the paper argued that the democrat the demographic has little quote perceived personal connection to the policy. Affirmative action is difficult to poll. Uh, and that people like race-blind policies in theory, but, but less so in practice. So let me get this straight. So Washington Post sees a poll that that more black Americans are, are okay with the ruling. They're okay with affirmative action going away um, than are upset about it. So Washington Post has to get inside their minds and basically say, just like there's, it's the, it's the reverse, the flip side of unconscious bias, that they're unconsciously favoring, they, they really need the affirmative action and want affirmative action, they just don't know that they do. They unconsciously support it, is what they're trying to say. People like race-blind policies in theory, but less so in practice. And it's difficult to poll. They don't. They don't have a perceived personal connection to it when they really do have a personal connection. This is how insulting it is. The reason why the, that that more Black Americans are okay with the ruling than are upset about the ruling is because obviously the Black the, the Black life today, the Black experience, is not one that needs somebody. The average Black person understands. That they got the job or they got this or they got that because they earned it and they're happy with earning it. And this is so insulting to them to think that, that well, it's not just insulting to black Americans, but it also shows that they're upset because they're, they're, it's not working as much as they wanted it to. They're trying to create an entire nation of Jill Scotts who hate this country and think that nobody can ever get a fair shake, even though she's sitting on a bag of $12 million. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. 
We will talk about the CDC teaching you men out there how to do some chest feeding of babies. Stay tuned. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to uh, tonight's Andrea K. Show. I'm going to read a couple emails here. Um, Love, rhythm, and blues. This chick sounded like she's got one foot in the grave. (laughs) Why do they believe they are entitled? Everyone has had bad times, good times. Quit your... Um, complaining and try to live life. Pray you're wrong and, uh, uh, on Moo Shell and Greasehead. <laughs> That's Mo. She sends me the best emails. Um, yeah, I got another email from Sandy who said Gavin. So Skins is nodding his head in there. He thinks it's Gavin, not uh, Michelle. Uh, Frankie says... Um, that's right, Andrea. This isn't problematic whatsoever. Our father stays. It's about our spiritual father. The Lord's Prayer is supposed to bring more faith to those who have no faith or no dad in their life, in addition to so many other things. At least they'll have a real father when they pray this prayer. True. These idiots shouldn't even be allowed to think, let alone overthink things when it comes to the Lord's Prayer and his word. I don't care who they are. You are right on, Frankie. Thank you guys so much for these emails. Uh, before I move on from the before the break, I was talking about. Uh, that Washington Post was so upset because uh, a poll showed that more black Americans were okay with the Supreme Court overturning affirmative action than were upset about it. Well, Jamel Hill, remember Jamel Hill? I used to see her on ESPN back in the day when I was football obsessed. Um, then she, back in, when ESPN allowed things to go off the rails politically, they ended up getting rid of her, I believe, but um, she's still uh, showing. Uh, her insanity and her and, and she's just a flat out racist. Uh, she is accusing Asians of, quote, carrying the water for white supremacy for backing the affirmative action decision. This has to be a nominee for stink of the week because uh, this is just to call Asian people white supremacist is despicable. And it just goes to show the hate right going on. There is it. it and don't be adding me. There was a rise in Asian hate crimes and, and, and the majority of the Asian hate crimes were by African Americans in this country. When the Freddie Gray riots were taking place and the Baltimore mayor, who was African American black, came out and said that they needed room and space to be able to riot, the businesses that were being burned down were owned by Asian Americans. It was Asian Americans here that filed a lawsuit because Harvard was discriminating against them. That's not white supremacy. It was actually Harvard discriminating against Asian Americans on behalf of black Americans. Had nothing to do with white supremacy. Affirmative action is, is, is about discriminating. It's about racism in order to solve racism. And racism, I shouldn't have to tell you, Jamel Hill, racism is wrong. And when you want racism and you're engaging in racism against white people, you're no better than the KKK. Shame on you. Asian Wave Alliance President Yatin Chu celebrated the decision as a step towards equal treatment at major universities. 
uh, upon hearing the Supreme Court ruling. Uh, Chu said, or tweeted, I told my daughter that today is a big day. They've ended affirmative action. Isn't that what you've been fighting for? She asked, and I said yes. It's about equality. The Asian community is not asking for any kind of supremacy. You are, Jamel Hill. Hill wrote, can't wait until she reads that you gladly carried the water for white supremacy and stabbed the folks in the back when people fought diligently for Asian American rights in America. Who? They're there. Asian Americans are, are filed this lawsuit because they, through merit, deserved to be in these colleges and universities. And only because of their race, they were being denied. And you're trying to act as though they should go along with that because somebody supposedly fought for them? When did when did the Democrats fight for Asian Americans? Was it when their president locked them all up in internment camps during World War II? What fighting have the have the, the was Black Lives Matter out there in the streets? Burning down anything on behalf of Asian Americans? No, they weren't. And if they had been, I have a feeling that the Asian American community would have said, knock it off, not in my name. crazy she even got a job anymore jamel hill i don't think so um do we have time to get into the cdc i don't think yeah yeah we got a few minutes okay i've been holding off on this story it goes along the lines with culture um so the cdc is now giving guidance for trans people who want to chest feed kids Their official website published advice for trans and non-binary individuals. Okay, stop right there. These are the people that that were telling you where you could go, what job you could have, what you had to put over your face, how many feet you had to stay away from people, all in the name of hashtag science. And yet they're actually acting as though there is such a thing as non-binary. Right out the jump, this department needs to be disbanded. They're no better than the FBI. In sections uh, of Major Health Institute's guidance on breastfeeding, it contained information for those who have had their breasts removed in gender reassignment surgeries or biological men, that, that would be women, having their breasts removed. Okay, how about guiding women that if you want to breastfeed, keep your breasts? Why didn't they say that? And to biological men... There actually are biological men that have mammary glands that if they're activated enough can actually produce actual milk. But what they're talking about here is they're advising transgender and non-binary gendered individuals who are on certain hormones on how to attach a baby to their to their chest. The Center for Disease Control is encouraging people who are undergoing experimental hormone treatments because these treatments, by the way, are, um, are, are are experimental depending on what age the individual it is and whether or not they were on puberty blockers, which are cancer drugs that are given to minors. How you should not be if you are a woman who is taking male hormones. Because you want to live your life as a man and you're not a man, you should not be transferring any of your bodily fluids to your baby. This is child abuse. 
on top of encouraging mental illness, the CDC is literally encouraging child abuse. Riley Gaines put out a video in which she showed a picture of a man, man with a, a, a biological man with a child up to his chest with nipple clamps on. Part of this is pedophilia. That's a part of what's going on with these biological men. This is how off the rails we are. Do you trust your government right now? The CDC is coming out and now saying with the fall coming up, you need to get three shots, the COVID shot, the flu shot, and now the RSV shot. RSV is something that babies and children and toddlers get. Now now three shots? They're coming out and going, you might want to rethink getting them all three at the same time. I'm not getting any of it. I never got the flu shot, didn't get the CDC, the the COVID shot. I don't like the reports that I'm reading about the shedding. I'm not getting the RSV shot. I don't trust it. it, You guys can trust who you want. I'm not here to tell anybody what shots they should get. But when the Center for Disease Control is encouraging children to to be ingesting massive amounts of hormones from Biological men, biological men who want to be women and women who, who, who want to live their... This is so sick. This is just so sick. Well, and and, and it, it, you know what? If you wanted to attach a Barbie, you know, it'd be one thing. But you're trying to do this to real life children. Oi. All right. We're going to take a break. We come back. Are we going to actually see a cage fight between Elon Musk and Zuckerberg? It might just happen over the new social media app. Stay tuned. Andrea K, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Um, I guess it's going to be super hot. Um, Phoenix area this weekend is going to be the hottest area in the country. They're looking at um, and, and and it's going to remain hot for I think at least 16 days. Um According to reports, it could get upwards of 120 degrees in Phoenix. That's some hot. I lived in Vegas, y'all. That's hot. And and it's interesting because Vegas didn't hit 100, I see here, until June 30th, which um, is a record for them to to not hit. That's late for them to not hit the 100-degree mark. Um, Phoenix, it was 115 degrees on Thursday. It was 116 degrees on 4th of July. Uh, Death Valley uh, was 126 degrees this last week. Um, So it's going to be super hot this weekend. Um, Hottest area, Phoenix. So I've got some friends over there. Hopefully everybody's going to stay cool. If you're listening to me uh, over there, uh, please stay cool. They've had Phoenix, it says, has witnessed three days in history of 120 degrees or higher with its hottest day coming in June 1990 when it hit 122 degrees. Hey, wait a second, Skins. How could the highest temperature have been like 30 years ago? Hmm. I don't even understand this. So we had some climate change, global warming going on, Andrew. I know. What's up, Greta Thunberg? And maybe that's why she... Deleted that tweet from five years ago when she said, in five years, we'd all be burnt. (laughs) 
Do you guys know there has not been one? I'm sure y'all know. There has not been one prediction that has come true at all. All right. So we had some great Tucker clips. Tucker did an interview with Russell Brand. And if you guys, Russell Brand, I know he was married to Katy Perry. I know he's a comedian. You may not think he's serious when it comes to politics. This man is brilliant. You should be watching his YouTube channel. Uh, did you ever see his his uh, movie he did, Forgetting Sarah Marshall? That was a really cute comedy, by the way. I've seen other movies he's been in, but not that one. That was super, super funny. It's so cute. So he asked some really good questions of Tucker and gave Tucker some time uh, to answer. Um, the, one of the most interesting questions, of course, was um, why he got fired. So, Skins, please play clip two. Why the hell did you leave Fox? Tell us the truth. What are you not permitted to say? <laughs> tell us. Tell us. So is it, do you think they sacked you because of Jan 6? Do, they think, do you think they sacked you because you're too anti-establishment, too anti-war? Uh, what do you, well, tell us. I honestly don't know. I, I will say, um, you know, my views changed dramatically over the course of 20 years. Um, but, you know, that was in 2003, and so my views for the last 20 years have been, and I realized and I've repented of that and I, I feel sick even thinking about it now. But, um, but my views have remained pretty much the same for the last 20 years. They've evolved, you know, as things have changed. But in general, I've been skeptical of the storylines and all kinds of different things. And I certainly was for the 14 years I was at Fox. And they were always, they didn't agree with me, of course, I don't think. But they were always very nice to me, and they always let me say what I wanted. Not one time did they tell me not to say anything. So I was always grateful to Fox, and I am in retrospect grateful to Fox for that. So that never changed up until the moment they called me and said, you know, we're taking the show off the air. And so I can only speculate. That's interesting, because there were reports that um, he was about to to do something the the night before, uh, the Sunday night, on uh, 60 Minutes, the night before he was canned. Uh, Ray Epps, they did a they did a, a a biography or they did a um a segment on Ray Epps, which was full of so much lies. It was absolutely ridiculous. And reportedly, Tucker was going to do he was going to bust sixty minutes on it and report the truth, and actually had his monologue and everything written about uh, the Ray Epps story to counter sixty minutes. Um, so I. Um, that may not be true, or it could just be that he knows he was given a cease and desist letter for Twitter. Uh, things are, um, I don't know that I believe him in that moment, him saying that he has no idea. He's got to have at least an idea. He was there for 14 years. He knows what's gone down. I think he's incredibly smart. And I think, I think he may not know. It may be like multiple reasons compiling with one. And so he's, he's playing a little game there by saying, you know, I, you know, because he doesn't know which one thing it might have been, the straw. But I'm not sure that I believe him when he says that he has no idea. Um, he's very smart, and right now he's in a legal battle. Um, <clears throat> continuing on, he had some things to say about the war in Ukraine, clip three. I, they didn't agree with me, of course, I don't think. But they were always very nice to me, and they always let me say what I wanted. Not one time did they tell me not to say anything. So I was always grateful to Fox, and I am in retrospect grateful to Fox for that. So that never changed up until the moment they called me and said, you know, we're taking the show off the air. So I can only speculate. I know, but I do think as a general matter, not even about me, the war in Ukraine is a red line for for a lot of people in business and politics. 
I think it's a, it's a nice continuation of the answer because it shows maybe maybe what one of those reasons was, Andrea. Very good. Thank you. The war in Ukraine. Well, he had said before when he on one of his his I don't know that I agree with him there, just like I didn't agree with him that he said in, in one of his Twitter videos that he felt that the moment in which the Uniparty had to get rid of Trump during the debates was when he called out them for the Iraq war. And that what what unifies the Uniparty is the military industrial complex. So I think he believes that. I don't know that I agree with that, but I do think that he genuinely believes about the military industrial complex. And did we not have, you heard with uh, Gunnery Sergeant Jesse Jane Duff, JJD, last hour, talking about this military industrial complex. And to the degree to where they're about to amp this war up, I didn't have an opportunity to ask her about escalation. But if we are now going to be using cluster munitions that are banned in over 100 countries because of the devastation to civilians and children, I think he might be on to something with this military-industrial complex. I think he just might be. Um, I think that the, the um, military-industrial complex also involves not just making money, but it also involves hiding money. It also involves um, covering up corruption, a whole lot of corruption going on with that. Um, Last clip of Tucker before we take a break. Here is where he's talking about truth in media. Clip five. Well, I think my role is to tell the truth to the extent I can see it, you know, to say what I think is true. Always with the knowledge that we see everything, you know, through a glass darkly. We don't see things clearly. We don't have perspective on ourselves, the world around us. We get a lot wrong. I've gotten a lot wrong. That's for sure. Um, But you do your best and you cannot allow people to force you to lie, period. Absolutely. I absolutely agree with that. And I'm not going to be forced to lie. And you know what a lie is? A lie is that men can become women. A lie is that gender is your choice. A lie is that it's okay um, to allow a six-year-old to make a permanent life decision that mutilates their bodies. That's not, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pretend that. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we've got some recent poll numbers. Our, Our very own Marcel will be here to give you guys the latest in poll numbers. As well as uh, we might just have another uh, Tucker clip or two to play for you guys. An interesting clip from Jack Dorsey from Twitter, by the way. Stay tuned. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Marcel is on the line to give you all the latest poll numbers. Hello, my dear Marcel. Happy Friday, sweetheart, Andrea, and everyone listening in San Diego and North County via The Answer and nationwide via Salem Radio Services. Great to see you on this Friday. Hope you're having a great Fourth of July week, but especially, that's a very good news to celebrate our nation's birthday, 247 years young. (laughs) That's 247 years young where the nation is finally back where it all started in 1776, That's a very good news, but the bad news is not much unites the country when it comes to Trump. 
and public's reaction to the former president's two historic indictments has largely fallen along the kind of polarized partisan lines we might expect. But in one area, there's something much closer to agreement. So, according to, you ready for this? Yes. Political and Ipsos. Most Americans across the country include a large number of Republicans who the former president is currently courting for his campaign next year, believe that the trial in the pending federal case against him for mishandling classified documents should occur before the GOP primaries and well before the general election. So let's say this. Are you ready for the numbers? Yes. I have to say, drum roll, please, Andrea, without the sound, with the sound effects, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Forty-nine percent. Yes, forty-nine percent of respondents, including twenty-five of Republicans, say they believe Trump is guilty in the pending federal prosecution, which alleges that he willfully retained sensitive government documents after leaving office and obstructed of subsequent federal investigation. And nearly ideological is going to be forty-eight percent, including twenty-four of those Republicans believe that Trump is definitely guilty in the DA's pending prosecution right here in New York, which allegedly that Trump falsified business records in connection with a payment or porn star Stormy Daniels in the run-up to the election back in 2016 in order to keep her quiet about an allegedly sexual relationship between the two. So there are 49% of people are agree about it. There are 56% of Republicans. Democrats have 81%. And independents, definitely 36 Your thoughts on that, my friend? Well, my thoughts are is that I don't think it's going to right now in uh, other polling, I think – whether or not people think he's guilty of any of those crimes doesn't seem to be affecting his polling numbers when it comes to winning the primary. He's what? almost 60 points ahead of DeSantis in terms of winning the primary. And a head-to-head matchup is against Joe Biden. He's winning in most of the areas. And in oh, fact, in fact, Joe Biden's approval rating is the lowest of any president in, in over 50 years. I think we have to go back to Truman to have a president uh, right. with as low approval numbers as Joe Biden has right now. Nearly two-thirds of respondents to Andrea said that a trial in the pending federal prosecution should take place before the presidential election next November. That will be 62%, a figure that includes nearly half of Republican respondents. That will be 46 A lower number, but a still solid majority, said that a trial should take place before the Republican primaries begin early next year. 57% of all, including 42 of these Republicans. I think that I think that it should uh, take place. I think that uh, before the elections, I think Trump should get it behind him because um, what most legal experts are saying is that their case is crap. In fact, they on top of the fact that uh, I'm disappointed that Trump's attorneys have not filed a gag order uh, given the leaks and that they have not filed a motion to dismiss, given the fact that uh, Jack Smith and the Department of Justice and the U.S. and the special attorney's offices are leaking uh, the case information to the media, which even includes classified information, which are felonies. So I actually think that it's a good thing for Trump if both of these cases go forward and plenty of time for people to see the evidence that the government does not have. 
and the the government made a mistake when they tried to move the when they did move this case down the um, classified documents case down to Miami because Judge Cannon is a tough cookie and she's so far indicating that she's not going to put up with any crap she's already denied motions put forward by Jack Smith Marcel we got to leave it there but we love you thank you for calling in and giving yes, your indeed. poll report you have a great weekend make sure god will protect san diego and the country you have yourself a great weekend and a pleasant good night i'll see you once again for more polling numbers anytime soon all right thank you hon appreciate it okay um speaking of 2024 well let me play this other tucker clip i was going to play this clip of desantis um but i think i'm not going to i think i like this clip of of tucker because it's kind of related to to marcel calling in about the trump uh indictments and it's where he's talking about january 6 um and how it was used by predators as he put it in our political sphere to increase their power clip one i can't even guess as the mechanics of january 6th did the federal the many federal agents in the crowd do this did they go along with it? i don't know the answer and i'm not going to speculate but I know in the aftermath of January 6th, that event was used by predators in our political sphere to increase their power and to disempower the population they supposedly serve. And I'm very offended by that. Not because I'm some crazed populist. I'm not. I don't want to burn anything down. I'm like very temperamentally conservative. I like to build things, not break them. But you can't look at me with a straight face and tell me you're defending democracy when you get J.P. Morgan to go through my credit card statements. You're lying. Yep. And I said that on January 6th when all these conservative people were screaming and hollering and upset to see somebody with their feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. I said, you are at this point, it doesn't matter whether or not they should be in there. You need to be smarter than than the left, because what you're doing right now is you are feeding the way in which this is going to be used by the left against Americans in the 75 million MAGA voters. So um, I, I, I'm not sure. Again, I think Tucker's being very smart there. I think he probably knows more after looking at all the videos and 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 what he was going to do with the Ray Epps story, uh, whether or not the government was involved. He's he's very smart. I think he's holding back a little bit there because I think it, which is smart of him to do because he's in the middle of a lawsuit with Fox News. So he's got to be careful with what he says at this point. Um, okay. We've got a few minutes left of tonight's show. We got a few minutes left. I might as well go ahead and, oh, I know I was going to tell you guys about the, the upset between Elon Musk and Zuckerberg. You know, they had been saying that they were going to fight it out. They were going to do a cage match. Well, now that Zuckerberg, Facebook, Meta has put out a Twitter, uh, what Elon Musk is saying, he's, he's tweeted out that competition is fine, cheating is another uh there's reportedly i saw some kind of documentation uh that showed that some twitter ex twitter people um were over there at threads is what it's called well threads responded to elon musk who is elon musk is threatening to sue saying that his former twitter employees are using trade secrets and intellectual property and producing a Twitter clone for them. And in fact, I wondered how were they able to all of a sudden so quickly? There was no. It was pretty quick. It was really quick. Uh, it was like all of a sudden he's putting out a Twitter, you know, um, c- competitor. 
There had been no rumors of that. If they they had been working on this and developing this, normally for years, you hear things behind the scenes. You would have heard it absolutely. So what was weird was Meta's response was, "We don't have any engine any engineers that are former Twitter employees." It's it, that's not a thing they said, and I thought, what a clever little use of words. Right. We don't have any engineers. Oh, so, you know, okay. just so you're not calling them engineers. Maybe you're calling them, you know, I, I, you know, you know how Disney always had had clever names for the people that worked for them. Um, Oh, I can't remember some of the names. Um, It's the equivalent of calling like Imagineers. Yeah, Imagineers or, you know, it's, you know, they could be coming up with some other term. If that to me was not a full throated defense. It was not, it should have been Meta saying, we don't have anybody from your team who developed this. We have stolen nothing. Blanket statement. Not, there's no engineers from, from, you know, it's kind of like playing word games. It's like a a housewife calling herself a domestic engineer. I think, wasn't that Roseanne Barr that started that? Didn't she back in the day when she was first starting her her career? I'm not a housewife. I'm a domestic engineer. I don't know if that was her or not. So we'll see. Um, but Threads is already, there's already a lot of complaints. I think 30 million people signed up on day one. There's already a lot of complaints about, in addition to the fact that it's uh, stealing data, that it's already censoring people. So the censorship is already there. So we'll see how long uh, people stay active on that app. All right. Well, we're no longer active on tonight's Andrea K Show because it's over. And we will be back Monday, though. Have a wonderful weekend. If you're in the Phoenix or Southwest area, stay cool and drink lots of water. Love you all. Peace out. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com